You're listening to the No Gray Areas podcast with Patrick McCullough. We're back with Carolyn Jones, a national speaker who shares her journey as a human trafficking survivor. In this episode, their conversation focuses on the importance of forgiveness and how it can set you free. Let's dive in. Carolyn, (laughs) Jean Jones, my hero, my friend, we're back again week two. So first of all, I would encourage the listeners, if they didn't listen to last week's, they need to go back because we unpack a little bit of your story. Um, But let me just review some. Uh, When you and I used to speak, I would always introduce you this way. You are a a woman who's gone from tragedy to triumph. Mm -hmm. Uh, You grew up in a broken home. At 13, you were raped. You became a teenage mom, a drug alcoholic. Um, You've been shot. You've been stabbed. Your sister was murdered by a serial killer here in Phoenix. You've been through a lot. Um, And then God used you in amazing ways. And You've relapsed at times, and yes. with a lot of it, most people with addictions understand this, right? It takes a couple of runs at the hill sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, but you're you're uh, one of the things that you've had to deal with over the years is this thing called forgiveness, isn't it? Yes. Not an easy thing. There's no listener that won't understand this because we all have people in our life that we have to forgive. But I remember uh, when you and I used to talk, you said one of the one of the many people that you had to choose to forgive that was very difficult was the serial killer that killed your sister and other women that you knew. Yes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. It was so hard because it's like, here it is, I'm at this broken place in my life where here it is, my life is just so coming unfold, so helpless, so hopeless, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, spiritually, I'm just dead. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking around and all of a sudden, I hear about this guy just killing women that have been in the streets and living the same type of life I was. Out of all of, out of the eight women that this guy murdered, I knew four of them women, and one of them was my sister. And that was the beginning of my end. And I found myself at that bus stop crying out, God, please just get me out of here. Give me another chance to reach. Get me. You know, because I know, I knew that I was a lot worse than any of them. I knew my addiction in my life and my lifestyle had went down way lower than any any of the women that I knew. And it's like God spared me, allowed me, but I don't know whether at the time I had the survivor's guilt. I didn't know if I was blessed or or did or was I cursed for even living through that mm. and having to go through it. You didn't know because having to watch that and reveal that and then knowing that you very well could have been any one of them. And that was the very thing. They all seemed like they all had to die for me to live. And then to get that awesome opportunity yeah, to just make it through and find forgiveness. yeah, You know, it still hurts. I hurt for my family. I hurt for my little nieces and nephews so much mm-hmm. because I know the hurt that. But if I didn't get healed and forgive him, I would have been so angry and so bitter that I wouldn't be able to to understand their pain, yeah. understand what they go through. I'm so grateful. I have a beautiful relationship with each and every one of them, and they have survived a lot. But to sit and watch them have a new baby or graduate or something good, and then my sister's not there, that's hard. And I'm feeling her spirit there. And sometimes the enemy will try to remind me that dirty Mm-hmm. I killed my sister, mm-hmm. and now she can't enjoy her grand new ba- grandbaby. Yeah. She can't enjoy watching her kids graduate, get married. I was angry, but I had to forgive him. 
Well, and you, you make a really powerful point, Carolyn, with forgiveness. It's not a one-time thing, is it? No. Like you don't just say, I mean, it starts with that one time. Mm-hmm. But when we've been deeply wounded, we don't say, ah, you know, I'm going to forgive them and that's it. Like you're saying that this is this still comes up sometimes yes. where you have to choose to forgive again. I guess maybe yeah. that's why I say 70 times, seven times 70. Yeah. Uh, you got to continue to remind me it's like, okay, unforgiveness is like almost, it's like a suicide. Unforgiveness it's, is like a suicide. It's like suicide. It's kind of like you committing because to not forgive is kind of like um, you're putting a death sentence on yourself. Uh. You're the only one that can free you and pardon you from this death sentence, but you say, nope, I'm not going to forgive. I'm not going to forgive. It's like suicide, yeah. like drinking poison, waiting on somebody else to die. But it's not, they're not going to die. You're, You're dying from the And poison. I'm dying inside all yeah. the time, yeah. dying, because I'm reliving this and I'm redoing it and it's traumatizing me and it's trauma me. And every time I think, it's like, and there's times even lately, I'll be like, man, I need my sister right now. I need my big sister right now. And even yesterday, I said it to myself. I said, Lord, I missed my sister. I miss Janice. Lord, I miss her so much. And then I could then, if, if I'm not careful, I will go into why she's not here. And I can become very angry all over again. But I have to say, Lord, please take this anger. Mm-hmm. Please take this rage, this hurt. You know, why my nieces and nephew? Why did my family, why we have to suffer if somebody took something from us? And in my family, you take us, we're going to take you back. <laughs> and you have to forgive. You, just, you, you yeah, can't play yeah. street. Because it doesn't, yeah, street it justice doesn't work. It don't yeah. work like that. Yeah. You can't just not do that. Yeah. And yeah. that was pain. And that was pain. And you're saying that it doesn't work because you're the one that gets hurt. That's what you're saying. Yes. It's, it's like suicide. It's like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. That's right. Holding it's, on to yeah. that anger. Yeah. Unforgiveness. Yeah. But it's not easy, is it? It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy at all. Yeah. And it's a process, like you said. Yeah. And it wasn't just that one thing. I mean, you we were talking before this. You you have new people or new events <laughs> or new hurts that come up where you mm-hmm. go, I, I I have to forgive them. I have to forgive them. You, you thought you were past it or you hadn't even thought of that before, but something new comes up, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and even in old relationships, abusive relationships and putting myself in bad situations and having to go back and say, you know what, I have to forgive because I, uh, anything I hold on to, even if I decide I'm going to get into another relationship, I got to carry all that baggage, all of that anger and resentment. It comes with you. It comes with me. And in anything in life I do, I have to learn how to just, and I'm still struggling with unforgiveness. It's still a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like there are some people that have molested me and have done stuff. I got through it, and I was able to talk about it. But did I really get free? Just because I, but then when it comes up, and there are situations that have come up that will remind me, or even it affect you in a way where you'll see somebody getting too close to a little cousin or a niece or something, and it'll be like, uh-uh, no, come, come here. And it could be totally innocent, but it can triggers. Yeah. You still have triggers of people that have hurt you. And it'll bring up, in that instant, it'll bring up that hurt, yeah. that shame, that unforgiveness. Yeah. And so it's so many areas, being on the addicted, you know, being in the streets. And even though you don't have nobody, you can't, how are you going to tell? You're a prostitute. You're going to go tell somebody um, that molests you. So you're going to go say, well, I was prostituting, and I got in the car with a guy, and he took advantage of me, put a knife to my throat, and took advantage of my body. 
and, and that's still a form of rape. You you can't, you know, so you got to forgive a lot of different areas. It still caused you trauma. Yes, you was in a, probably a place you were, probably wasn't supposed to be. Yes, you was a living a lifestyle you probably shouldn't been living. But nevertheless, how did I get you there? You were still hurt. You were still I was wounded. still wounded. Yep. You know, and so people don't talk about the trauma that you have to go through and the stuff that you have to forgive. You have to give forgive people that ran off with your money when they told you they'd come back. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like yeah. they say, I'll be right back and they take your money. You have to forgive. Well, you know, and your 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 story though brings up another really important point for all of us to understand. Forgiving someone isn't saying that they, what they did was right. That's right. Like that's you, right. Yeah. You, when you forgive that serial killer that killed your sister, and that's not a one-time thing, that's an no. ongoing thing, but every time you choose to do that, not saying that what they did was right. No. That's one thing that we, I think sometimes we mix that up in our that's minds. Right. If I forgive them, I'm saying what They're they did free. was right. right. Or it's the, yeah, it's not. It's not to say that they shouldn't, there shouldn't be justice in what that was done, but it's saying you're not going to hold on to it. I'm not going to hold on to it. That's the one thing. And I think that's one of the things that continues to make me fall. I get back up, but I fall. Because emotionally and mentally, I have unforgiveness. That's that one thing. Yeah. It's poison. Yeah. And, and just holding on to it and my blood pressure and everything. I noticed that even since I'm attempting to look at forgiving those people that have harmed me and be ready to for, ask for forgiveness for people I've hurt. Like even going through tr counseling and stuff with my daughter, I've hurt my daughter even with my own trauma, my own unforgiveness, my own bad choices have caused problems for me that have went to my daughter and then it goes to my granddaughter. I just wanted to stop that. I just want this unforgiveness, this hurt, this shame, these family secrets, all this unforgiveness. Family members are angry at family members will take the anger to death and everything. I wanted to stop. And I want to. I want to be free. You're willing to go through some hard work right now with I, that, that. Like you're a, you're in counseling with your daughter right now. Exactly. And you said it's not easy. It's not always easy. But you're saying if 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 we're not going to be honest, if I'm not allowing her to be honest in how I've hurt her, if yes. I'm not willing to ask forgiveness it for hurts. the things I've done, right? Yeah. Which again, Carolyn, is why you're one of my heroes. You're one of my heroes. <laughs> hurt my daughter. I never physically hurt her, but there's emotional hurt. And I know what emotional hurt. And now being in therapy, you have to sit and I give her a chance to get free. I've asked for forgiveness. There's a lot of things I have healed from. But now I'm in a healthy enough place where I can sit in a therapy section and listen at her and allow her to get free where I didn't get that opportunity. Allow her and ask for forgiveness. I've asked for forgiveness, but like I said, her pain and stuff could be triggering something else could be coming up over and over. So it can re-enter her. So whatever it is, let's do it and let's just get free. Yeah. You know, forgive me. I've asked for forgiveness. I'm more than anything. Yeah. A lot of women go through, men and women that go through that have lived my life or lived in drugs or that didn't live my life, We that we know we've wounded our children. Yeah. And we more than anything, we want forgiveness. There's a lot of women that keep going back out because they children don't forgive them. And and instead of them forgiving themselves and moving on, I forgive myself. But I still hurt for my child that I hurt. And she have a right to get free. She have the right to say how that affects her. Yeah. And I just ask God, I just want to just be strong enough. When we're talking in counseling, it's hard to hear your daughter say you abandoned her. That's a hard thing mm -hmm. to hear your own child 
And you have abandonment it to yourself. So you said that. You hear your child tell you, you abandoned me. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt by myself. And you felt that. So now you put that same thing on somebody and you know how bad that feels. So forgiveness. So I had to learn to forgive myself. I'm not proud of the mother that I was, but I was a 15-year-old mother. I have no excuses. Nobody had the right to abandon or hurt anybody, misuse anybody. It was painful. And so whatever it takes, I'm just grateful I get to. A lot of women are not going to get to go to counseling or therapy yeah. with their child. So I'm right. really grateful that right. I get to do yeah. it. And you're courageous to do it. I'm ready for it. You know, hurt people, hurt people. That's right. right. And, and I hurt my daughter. Yeah. I hurt my family. But I hurt myself. And that was the main thing. Yeah. When I was out, and so I have to ask for forgiveness. I have to receive grace and mercy every day. I receive my grace and mercy. I'll be proud. Okay, Lord, give me my grace and mercy. Yeah. Do you know yeah. you're forgiven? I know I'm forgiven. <laughs> deep, deep in your soul, you know you're forgiven. I know it, my yeah. forgiven. But sometimes emotionally, yeah. you know, the trauma come back yeah. up. Yeah. You know, no, you messed up too much. You hurt your family. You've done this. And so you have to ask for forgiveness. And then that's why I can forgive because I know I've been forgiven. Forgiven people forgive people. That's right. Yeah. Yes. When you've been given much, much as well, much is given, much is required. Yeah. I get to forgive. Yeah. I'm honored I get to forgive because I get to get free. Yeah. I get to get free. And you've used that word numerous times in the last 10 or 15 minutes. Free, 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 free. free. Forgiveness and freedom are tied, aren't they? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In your life, forgiveness and freedom are tied. And in, in your daughter's life, forgiveness yes. and freedom are tied. Every listener, forgiveness and freedom is tied very closely. Yes. And that's, again, where you went back to saying when we choose to not forgive, when we're holding unforgiveness, it's like drinking poison. Yes. It's it's bondage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want my family or anybody I've hurt to continue to not forgive me. I've forgiven myself. But there could be things like all these years later is like something could be triggering my daughter. And whatever it is, it could get free. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times we have to understand that. Yep. That people need the safe place to just say, yeah. you know, I needed a safe place. Like, you know what? It hurts. This man treated my family like that and sent my nieces and my nephew to all that. But I have to forgive him because I cannot hold on to that rage and that anger. I have to forgive him. Yeah. Even though it's hard, I have to pray for his family. Yeah. I have to pray for him that he will find the peace that I found. Yes. I have to. The people that molest me, I have to forgive them. The family members that didn't look out for me when I was at my lowest, I have to forgive them mm -hmm. and not be angry. We know what I'm grateful for is I got people like you, Pat, and your family that was always there no matter how raggly I was, no matter what was going on in my life, mentally, emotionally, you were always there. You always made me believe in myself. You always said you loved me. You always cared. Having people like you in my life it's what pulls me back because every time the enemy try to tell me, oh, everybody's finished with you, I said, uh-uh, not Charmin and Pat. They still, they, they Ashley and them, they still love me. They're my light-skinned brothers and sisters. <laughs> they gonna look out for me. So I'm yeah. so grateful that I have my whole church people willing that I knew. Yeah. But then I was so trapped in this unforgiveness and couldn't forgive myself. The biggest thing is that, I- Is it harder for you to forgive yourself than others? It's harder for me to forgive is myself. It? 
it's harder for me to forgive myself. That's saying a lot, Carolyn. Like you just got done saying you had to forgive the the person who killed your sister and your mm -hmm. friends, people who molested you and raped you, people yeah. who didn't did, didn't take care of you when you're at your lowest point. But you're telling me that it's it was it was it's harder for you to forgive yourself than hmm. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of listeners that are there. It's hard for me to forgive myself and to allow myself to get free. I still have self-condemnation, you know, where I'm angry with myself because bad choices. And um, I still have my own little things. But I know I'm forgiven, even though I'm a believer. I know I'm forgiven and everything like that. But it don't change. It's a process. It's a process. Learning to love me. Learning to accept me. Learning to that it's okay to be me. That's all I want to be is the authentic curling. Yeah. Whoever the hell she is, that's who I yeah. want to be. And you're still trying to figure that I'm out. I'm trying to you? figure it out. I don't know who <laughs> I am when I grow up. But uh, you best believe I'm going to be yeah. caught trying. I like the Carolyn that I know. I, I like I, you know Carolyn. what? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to like her too. Yeah, yeah. I really am. I'm starting to like myself again. Yeah. The other day, I went on a women's retreat a couple weeks ago for the first time in years. I felt like who I am. I was able to freely dance and worship. I was out in the middle of the field. It was different nationalities, different churches, different people. <laughs> I, I can, found I myself, can picture that. I'm just praising, thanking God and worshiping God because I was getting free. Yeah. And healing sometimes is in the praise and worship, and I was just getting free. Yeah. And it was okay to be me. I didn't care who was looking. Next thing you know, there was a bunch of people around me who was all out there crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I'm so grateful. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. Against all odds. Yep. Against all odds. Yeah. Carolyn, this, this the title of this uh, podcast is No Gray Areas, and it's okay. around a book that was written and a guy that had made some mistakes, stepped into some gray areas, mm -hmm. dealing with the consequences of that, is going to be dealing with the consequences of that the rest of his life. Yes. It's the same as you, right? You you get stepped into some gray areas. Um and, and and you're dealing with the consequence of that you're going to deal with that the rest of your life. All of us have stories or situations where we did that. Part of it is a cautionary tale to say, be careful. Yes, you live sir. with your choices. But the part that you're digging into is there's also a redemptive side of it. That even if you've made bad choices, bad decisions, and you're dealing with the consequences, you have to come to the point where you choose to forgive, mm -hmm. to forgive yourself and to forgive others, right? Yes. Yes. What? Let me just end with this. What would you say to someone who's listening, who is going, I, I'm just, I just don't know if I can forgive myself, or I just don't know if I can forgive that person that hurt me. What, 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 what would you say to them? I would say, get yourself free. There's peace in forgiveness. There's peace in forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And if peace is priceless. Whatever it takes to forgive yourself and forgive somebody else, just know that a great amount of peace that comes with it. And we're not giving them, you know, saying what the person done is, what they done is right, but you deserve a chance to be free. Don't continue to let the same victimizer victimize you over and over again, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, and spiritually. You're allowing somebody to continue to molest you over and over and over if you don't forgive them. It's like every time you get touched wrong or you feel less comfortable, it's like you're allowing that person to continue to molest you mm. and you're not getting free. It's like, no, yeah. it was wrong and it was painful and was hurtful of what I've been through, but I can no longer. 
This is what stopped me from being blessed. This is what stopped me from going to another level. I'm tired of being stuck in that same old sick pattern. Don't let somebody continue to molest you over and over again, to hurt you and bring shame to you over and over again. Don't keep on beating your own self up because of mistakes you've made. Sometimes a lot of people's mistakes, nobody will never know. My mistakes happen to just be what the hell everybody can know. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people got a lot of secret mistakes, regrets, abortions that they cover up, covering up sin. Don't let that kind of stuff hurt you. And well, you can't forgive yourself. I don't know why I had the need to say that. I've never had abortion, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of women that have cannot forgive themselves. They're carrying that secret. That's carrying that secret, and I want that woman to be free. There's a lot of men that's struggling with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. I want her to be free, mm-hmm. you know, from the guilt. We are who we are. I don't care. I love all people. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I love everybody as is. You don't have to change nothing for me. Mm-hmm. But in somewhere, somebody put condemnation, and there's kids that that's happened, you know, that's that, that young kids that's in church that are having sex and stuff out of marriage. And they be being con- they being beat on. Mm-hmm. And they're beating on themselves. It's just so much. I don't know where I'm going yeah, with that. You, but, but, but you're saying it's peace. Just give it's peace. peace. Forgive it's yourself. Free. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. It's the only way you're going to find peace. Yes. This, right? Yes. Yeah. Carolyn, thank you so much. I'm yes. so proud of you. I can't say that enough. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Um, every time I ever get to sit down and talk with you or speak on a stage with you, uh, yes. God uses you to bring healing in people's lives, and I have Praise no doubt God. that that happened through your story. So I received thank you. that. Thank, thank you, you, too. All right. It's been a blessing. Love you, Carolyn. Love you, too, warrior. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the No Gray Areas podcast. To dive deeper into the story, be sure to subscribe, follow us on social media, and check out nograyareas.com.